Hey, I'm Simone Grace Soul. I'm a life coach who's built a six-figure business doing none of the things they said I should do. What's my secret? Being myself on social media and actually giving a shit about other people. In this podcast, I teach you how to do the same. Be your authentic self so you can serve more and earn more. Hello, my friends. How are you today? Today, I wanted to talk about when it is a good time to check your passion, when it's time to leave your passion at the door, when passion actually hurts your business more than it helps. And it sounds pretty counterintuitive. And I am probably one of the biggest, you know, most pro-passion, passionate generally people that you'll ever meet. I bubble up with enthusiasm for the things I love to do. And I always am thinking about my passion and cultivating my passion and finding different passions. So I am a big fan of passion in general. And so many of you listening might be too. But when it hurts our business is when we are too wrapped up in our passion to see things clearly and to consider um, the customer's perspective rigorously. I get a lot of questions from people and clients who want feedback on their copy, who want feedback on their offers, and they all say, I'm so passionate about my offer. I'm so passionate about what I've written. I'm so passionate about these ideas. What I have here, it captures my passion. And when they say that, um, or even when I ask people, why do you do the work that you do? You know, a lot of people who are struggling with their business will tell me, well, I'm just so passionate about helping people. I'm just so passionate about this. And so usually when that word comes up, what that tells me is that, oh, this person is still thinking about their business from their own personal point of view. They're thinking about their own emotions, their own emotional response to the offering, to the business, and they are not thinking yet about their customer's perspective, what they are thinking, they haven't, they're not yet as curious as they could be about meeting their clients or customers where they are. Let's say you were trying to hire um, a personal injury lawyer. Okay, so knock on wood, you got injured somewhere and it was somebody else's fault and you want to hire a lawyer to um, get a fair compensation for what you have suffered through. And if you went to interview a lawyer, you went to a consultation and the lawyer was like, I am so passionate about this personal injury law field. And it has been my dream since I was a little girl or a boy to be a personal injury lawyer. And I'm just so happy, so thrilled to have this practice that I do today. And it means so much for me to be able to serve you in this way. And I'm so excited. I'm so passionate. If a lawyer said that to you, you'd be like, uh, okay. 
And what can you do for me? Right? Let's say again, okay, say, staying with the injury example, I'm knocking on wood again. May you never get injured. But let's say you went to get surgery for your injury and you met the surgeon, the doctor who's going to do surgery on you. Do you give a flying crap how much passion he has for surgery or she? I'm sorry, I gendered the surgeon as a he by default. Damn cultural programming. There are lots of female surgeons in the world. Anyway, so she or he, you do not care. You could care less how passionate they are and what their dreams were when they were little and what it means to them to be able to do surgery on you. All you care about is, are you going to fix me? (laughs) Are you an excellent surgeon who's going to get the job done? What's your track record of of, um, surgical success? Same thing with the lawyer. When you're hiring a lawyer, the only thing you care about is, are they going to get me what I want? Are they going to win my case? Are they going to get me the compensation I want? Right? In fact, if I went to a lawyer or a surgeon and they were like over the top emotional and like they were talking about their passion in their marketing or in person, I would think that's kind of unprofessional. Not unprofessional, but like, I would not get the impression that they are very mature and incredibly like expert at what they do. Because at that, at that level of expertise, at that level of skill or know-how, feelings come later. You just go in and get the job done better than anybody else. And that is going to be your selling point. If you go to a personal injury lawyer, you, you, if they say, these are the cases I've won, and based on what I see from your case, da 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 da. I don't know anything about the, about the law, but <laughs> based on what I see from that, you know, you you have very good odds of you know winning or losing the case, whatever. And this is these are the likely um, things that are going to happen. And here's how I can support you because you're going to need da 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 da. Then you're going to be like, oh, I'm with an expert, right? Same with the surgeon. The how they talk to you about their their work, they're going to demonstrate by um, how much they speak to the outcome that you want and how much they allay your fears and how much they inform you about what is involved in the process, that's that's what's going to get you to trust them and buy from them, right? I mean, I can give you so many other examples. Like if you're hiring, hiring an accountant or a personal trainer, you're going to want to go, I mean, all things being equal, you're going to want to go to a personal trainer if you're trying to get fit who's had the greatest success with um, producing the kind of results that you want with other people, whom you trust to be the one to get the job done. I mean, I suppose it's a plus if they love what they do, (laughs) but when I really want something done, if I'm hiring a contractor, you know what I mean. You get what I'm saying, don't you? And all of this will be reflected in your copy. Ironically, I mean, ironic to me because I always thought, you know, really emotional copy was the best kind of copy, but really oftentimes the better kind of coffee, I said coffee, (laughs) not coffee, but copy is less emotional and it speaks very precisely, right, to what the ideal customer's wants and needs are. And it addresses specifically 
what I am going to get out of it and what my expectations I and mean, what I can expect from the purchase and why that is the best product that I can buy so that I can have exactly what I want in my life, right? So just think about it. Emotions can come second because emotions are yours, whereas the ones that you want to really speak to are the customer's Again, just to be clear, I'm not poo-pooing passion itself, but it really cannot be the one driving your marketing message. It cannot be the thing that you put out in front of you. It needs to be your expertise. It needs to be how well you can speak your customer's language, how well you can communicate that you're the best person to solve the the particular problem or challenge that they have, or how you're the best person to provide the precise usefulness that they need to to create more of what they want in their lives so um if you're passionate that's amazing and also i encourage you to spend just as much time more time thinking about how to convey your your authority your expertise the quality of what you do or create or make um so that you really inspire trust in the people that you're trying to sell to Hey, if you enjoy this podcast and get a lot of usefulness out of it, would you go to iTunes and leave a five-star review? It'll just take a few seconds and it would make me so happy. It'll help other people find the podcast so that we can all be showing off on social media with more ease, more authenticity, so we can all serve more and earn more. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.